FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. You're listening to the Believe in FCS football podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by my good friend, Sean Anderson. We are two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Why, why are you snickering already? I haven't even made it 36 seconds through this open, and you're already snickering. What, what, I just what is, hawked so a massive lug, and oh. I, I didn't know if the mic picked it up. And if it did, I, that's not great. I don't know why anyone listens to this show. We are Dude. two idiots. Why, why, can, you, can you like re-try to get our listeners to stay after you just did that? <laughs> Can I try to? Yeah, okay. can you pitch something? Uh, I don't know. We <laughs> will be talking about the premier running backs that will be uh, debuted and showcased. Not debuted, but they will be in front of our eyes this spring. Now, the list is a bit adjusted from the one that we did previously before uh, everything got shut down. Uh, but we will be talking about these running backs, this is one of the position groups that I care very much for as running backs and offensive linemen. They do have a close bond. So I am excited for this, and Joe's going to take a crack at it. All right. Well, we are going to hit on some of those. Stop making gross noises, please. We're going to hit on some of these really talented names. Some of them, as you can expect, are repeats from when we previously did this show. We're going to circle back, fill you back in, so you are up to date for the start of the spring season coming up. Before we get into that, folks, I want to talk to you about Bet Online. The NBA and college basketball are back. The NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner. With all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers Lakers to repeat their NBA championship or someone to upset Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, you need to go to betonline.ag. Fun story, folks. Don't be like me. I had a... What's the word I'm looking for? I had a feeling that the Jets we're going to cover against the Rams. I picked that in our weekly betting segment in the show that Sean and I do. And I also picked that in my weekly picks on tally site. Now, obviously the Jets upset the Rams and I made the dumb mistake of not actually putting any money down. Don't be like me. Don't sit on the sidelines. Go to bet online. Put your money down. If you have that feeling, go win yourself some money from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Sean, I want to open up. What, 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 are we, what do you got for me already? What do you got? I was going to say, yeah, what was that line? It was like 17 and a half for the Rams to have yeah. to cover against them. I hit a banger. <laughs> Speaking of running backs, what is? how is Frank Gore still doing it? I don't know, man. How the is guy, he still carving up defenses? I think he's younger than he told people he was when he came into the NFL. <laughs> I think that's what it is. That's the only way that it would make, make sense. <laughs> so he pulled a Mila Kunis, basically. <laughs> <laughs> the Mila Kunis of running backs, Frank Gore. I want to open this 
today by talking about an FCS running back who is currently in the NFL and how pissed off I am that this man was Mm. not announced to the Pro Bowl roster and he now has no chance of making the Pro Bowl roster because it is just going to be a Madden game this year. But our man James Robinson was snubbed despite being one of the top rushers in the NFL, arguably the best rookie running back in the NFL this year. It's okay. James has been continually snubbed throughout his career. And you know what? He is going to make you jokers regret it. And I know the fans pick. I know the fans don't know a damn thing about James Robinson, but you better learn because Robinson is going to continue to gash teams when he is paired with Mr. Trevor Lawrence, and they're going to have the best offense in the NFL in three years. Why? Why are you thinking? First of all, why are you thinking that the Jets? Do the Jaguars have the number one position now? And if yes, so, why they would do. They? they have the How? number. They had the same record, and they have a softer schedule than the Jets. It's confirmed. The oh, Jaguars that's, that's currently have the first overall nuts. pick. Yeah, we don't need to go over that. That's the, if you um, want to hear a conversation on that, head to the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. But that's not this podcast. For James Robinson, I have heard the fantasy talk of him. Fantasy owners are in love with him. I've, I've, I've just talked to people who, who are like, who is this guy and why is he winning me so many games? That's all I've heard. It's never been, oh, man, James Robinson, uh, he had a bad game this week. It hasn't happened. All he has done is contribute. All he has done is put his name out there and get people points and just crush teams in real life. The recognition, I get it. It's Jacksonville. It's not like he's coming out of – it's not like he's a big on, on a big market team, but let's let's really look at what's going on here. He is uh, over a thousand yards. He is just dominating, and he's getting snubbed. I did not enjoy seeing that one bit. Yeah, I, it makes no sense to me. He's had a continual streak of contribution, and if he doesn't contribute on the ground, he is the type of player that gets a lot of receptions. He gets a lot of touches out of the backfield. He has been so dominant this year, and it just makes. No sense to me how a guy who rushes for a 1,000 yards with two games to go, seven touchdowns as a rookie, an undrafted rookie, and he doesn't receive that recognition. Again, it's okay. On a bad team. Yeah, on a bad team with no offensive line. On a bad team. (laughs) That's the crazy part. He's not doing it. He's not doing it on on a team like the, the Dallas Cowboys that had at one point a really good offensive line or like the Baltimore Ravens. He's doing it on the Jaguars. Who the hell do they have? Nobody. It's <laughs> he is literally carrying the franchise on his back. It's not like Troy Reader out in uh, out with the Rams who makes a lot of good plays, and we're like, oh, he got snubbed because he's an FCS guy. I'm looking at it from the perspective of even if we aren't FCS guys, he probably should have made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I look. There are snubs, and we can't do anything about it. We probably should have spent the beginning of the show acknowledging those that made. The Pro Bowl, but I'd rather shout into the void. <laughs> That's much more entertaining. If you made the Pro Bowl, congrats. I think Darius Leonard made it. I don't know the rest of them off the top I have. Let's get into recognizing the top returning running backs for the spring. So we need to preface this by saying, first off, if anything changes by the time this show is published on Wednesday morning, December 23rd, Anything can change, as we know. The transfer portal is a S show right now. It is a mess. There are, I think, like 800 guys in the portal. So any of these guys that we're going to name, 
could just randomly transfer. And also, some of the guys that we're not going to ma- name that we chose not to talk about because they don't have a home yet, those guys could end up being on a team. So I would like to preface by saying, do not tag me. Do not tag Sean and say, oh, you got this wrong, or why didn't you bring up this guy? Because I, we don't have all the information. Everything is so fluid right now. That being said, Alex Ramsey is one particular person who is currently in the portal. I believe he received an offer from UL Monroe, so he is not going to be a part of this conversation. And then Adam Cofield is heading to Western Kentucky, so he is no longer in FCS running back. So those guys are not in the list. We're not going to waste our time even acknowledging them. But I would like to start by acknowledging Jamain Martin, who we talked about very highly when we did the show a while ago, 5'10", 214, 1,400 rushing yards and 23 touchdowns. He plays a lot bigger, Sean, than I think that five foot ten mark. He looks and plays a lot bigger, and he plays an aggressive style of running back. He reminds me very much of Jay Ajayi uh, when he was at Boise State. The way that he runs his style, it just—he's physical and he just moves really well. Uh, he, he, he's a guy who can power, who just can run power and ground you into the dirt. But he's also someone that could just take away your ankles from you. And when he gets into the open space, what's something that really impresses me, he's setting up his jukes ahead of time. He's just setting these defensive players up like like good punt returners and kick returners do. They're not looking at the guys directly in front of them. They're looking at the guys who they know they're already going to beat and they're eventually going to juke them out. Uh, He is a thorough, thorough running back. That's how I would describe him. He's thorough, he can do it all, uh, and he just runs hard. Yeah, running hard is the one thing you like to see in your running back, unless he's a finesse player that is going to get rotated in and contribute in a minimal role. Hard running backs, guys that tote the rock aggressively and have a you know run through your face mentality, is exactly what you want in the NFL. And there's a reason why Martin is considered to be the biggest name in NFL circles out of the guys that we're going to mention today. He has a lot of really good traits that I think project to the next level. He could be a guy like James Robinson that maybe is a late drafted pick or a UDFA that turns out to be a valuable player in your rotation or, heck, even your starter like James Robinson became. Now getting on to Julius Chestnut, 6'1", 215, 1,495 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns, and 5.1 yards per carry. This dude is tall. I believe he's actually the tallest guy on today's show And I mentioned this last time, I can kind of see a little bit of like, not like, this is not like a hard comp, but just in the way that he looks, physically he reminds me of of like TJ Yeldon. He is that tall, lean running back. I see that. Uh, It's hard to nail down a comp with him, and I'm not going to force one. I've been uh, told many times, don't force comps. Yeah, thanks, Ryan Roberts. But but one thing that I am... uh, impressed about uh, with him. And I I believe I did gush over this a little bit in the spring. Uh, His feet never stop moving when he's making a move. And you you might be, Sean, that's redundant. A running back is going to be running. His feet are going to be running. But during, uh, there's no wasted movement. Every step that he's taking is for a move. When he does it, there's a spin move that he did against Lehigh. That was so impressive. The way that it, it was like a Freaking almost like a ballerina. Just the, the, how quickly his toes tapped for the spin. It was 
elegant and he just burned everybody and took their ankles away from him. It's a lot different than the what was it? Uh, who was it? JT Barrett who pulled the spin move against Braxton Miller. Braxton Miller against there you go. Uh, yeah against Virginia Tech. That was different. That was a stop and spin. He's got a way about him and his running style where his feet just continuously move. It's super impressive and you're watching it. It's kind of hypnotizing just watching his feet. I I oh, it's hard to even look at his upper body and his frame because of how good his feet are. It is just and at, you can't teach that. He's just must have been training on that since, I don't know, six years old to have uh, feet that good right now. Yeah, love the feet. Feet is another thing that you look for in a running back, how active their feet are, how well they use them. You can't have a guy who's clumsy. You need somebody that is precise, almost a surgeon, if you will, when when it comes to how they use their feet um, You know, to create space, to, to power through tackles. He is, for a reason, the highest – returning rush leader. If that, that, that was kind of clunky. I meant to say that like he has the most yards out of any of these running backs returning. Any running back yes. in the country. Uh, just a little bit more than John Main Martin. So that he has that yardage total and that yards per carry total for a reason. Julian Gums from Nickel State is another player who deserves a lot of attention. 5'10", 230, 1,232 rushing yards, 16 touchdowns. Super simple description of him. Low as hell to the ground. And because he's 230, he has that that bowling, bo- blech, bowling ball style of running back play. And I know that sounds like a goofy way to describe a running back, but when you've got these shorter guys that are heavy, they're powerful guys. They roll right through you. They roll through tackles. They're hard to take down because they're so low. And it's not like it's it's a five foot nine guy that weighs 190. He weighs 230. He weighs as much as some FCS linebackers weigh. He is uh, compact as hell. There, his frame is. There's no. It's hard to build off of that because it is a simple, simple description. I mean, he's not doing anything. Uh, he's not doing anything cute on the field. He's not doing anything uh, that is. Not breathtaking. I mean, the way that he can escape a pile when it's all piled up and he can slip under and find a way to break through, that's impressive. But for the most part, he is going to stay low to the ground and he's going to get four yards uh, whether you like it or not. And that's something that it's very, very desirable from running backs is someone that you can put back there and say, okay, as long as a defensive tackle or defensive end doesn't tackle him as he's getting the ball handed off to him, He's going to get four yards. A very, very special commodity with that. Certainly a special commodity. And speaking of commodities, somebody who doesn't really get a ton of recognition that I think should be getting more, Justin Covington from Villanova. Now, he missed a lot of time last season. If you might have recalled, he actually came on the show to talk with me about his career aspirations and his goals for the upcoming season. 5'11", 215". And I want to hit on, you probably don't remember when we last talked about him, but when he came on the show, he had the perfect description of his style of play. He said that he he plays the running back position like water. And what he meant by that is he's he flows into the, the rushing lanes as they open up. It, it's like when you see water fill gaps as those gaps open up. It's fluid. It's not a, a hard plant in a... And, and trying to ham-fist your way through picking up yards. It's finding the hole, being calculated about it, and then picking up yards from there. And I think that Covington 
because he missed those games, he's not going to be talked about as highly, but he has the potential to be one of the best guys in this group. He has a lot of potential. Uh, I really enjoy watching him play. Uh, I believe uh, it's just he's almost his balance is what really impresses me. And that goes with your uh, waters, his water statement is when he gets around the edge. I mean, he's bending like a defensive end would at times just because he can. And he could just get to the edge and get a touchdown. I mean, goal line or red zone. This is your guy. He's someone that even if you have the angle. He's going to find a way to maneuver himself to that corner pylon and get it. It just over and over and over again. We see that from him. And it's just it's a Kareem uh, little skyhook. It's something that is I don't see with other people. Anybody can just run straight to the corner. But the way that he bends and gets it is just really, really impressive. And Villanova knows how to use him uh, really well. Uh, They have a good committee over there. And uh, he just he's just being used correctly. I, I am trying to think of a scheme in the at the next level where he would work well in. And I, th- I I'm saying he could probably work well in all of them just because he has these traits that will get you touchdowns. Hitting on to another smaller compact player, Albany's Carl Mofer, who was the Second man, the sidekick, if you will, to Jeff Undercuffler. He had 1,290 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns. He also had 32 receptions for 319 yards. It helps when your young quarterback also has a young, talented running back playing alongside him. And one thing that stood out to us is he's not exactly an elite athlete. He's not a burner. He's not like a, a five foot eight guy that is going to run a 4-4, but he, he runs – Again, low center of gravity, similar to Gums, and has very powerful steps. Leg churn is a big key here. He is not easily tackled because he churns his legs through tackles. I said it in the spring that uh, he looks like he does a lot of beach training, and I'm not sure if I specified what I meant by that. It, it means that he's a chest down runner because when you're running on the beach, it's very hard to run upright. You're constantly uh, going into little divots and holes and trying to push up, and it's easier to push up if your chest is low, and that coincides with the uh, the leg churn that he is able to... I mean, there's got to be a test to uh, to determine how much force he's putting into the ground as he's stepping into it. I'd love to see it. I think nobody in this in, in the, on our list is pushing their feet into the ground harder than Mofor does. <laughs> That's a perfect way to describe it. Continuing on, we've got a few more guys that we want to hit here. As you can tell, this is a very packed list. Try to get as many guys in here as possible. We can't not mention Josh Davis, who was a former elite standout player as a freshman, falls it up with a pretty strong second year. Five foot nine, one ninety-five. 1,100 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns. What I see from Josh Davis is very active feet, a strong cutter, and one of the best abilities to diagnose what's going on in front of him out of, I think, any running back in this group. He's got good vision. He can figure out where he needs to head, and he's able to create that space for himself because he's small, he's quick, he's shifty. He has those quality traits that you want for a running back, he's not necessarily a 4-4 guy. I don't think that he has that in him, but he is elusive. He is not easy to tackle, 
And if this Weber State offensive line, which has been one of the best in the FCS for multiple years, if they block just a, like a decently well enough for him to create a little bit of space, he can pick up huge chunks of yardage. I completely agree. And one thing that I think goes unnoticed with Josh Davis is he runs inside run like a big back would. And that is something you don't get from these elusive receiving backs. I mean, I wouldn't even designate him as a receiving back because he can kind of do it all. But the way that he runs inside run, he runs it really hard, which I can appreciate. I do not like it when running backs kind of uh, fiddle and, and, and just sit back there. And not everybody can be Le'Veon Bell and find the perfect crease. Uh, a lot of people try to be, and then they just get tackled for a loss of two. Josh Davis hits that hole, and I, I just am, I, I love seeing that. But he needs to show up this year. And I'm looking at his stat. It's, he had great numbers. So it, that's not something – just he has set the bar high. So he needs to be able to replicate that the best that he can. Wrapping our, our list up, we've got two more guys and then an honorable mention that was requested by our source for draft analysis for FCS guys. Marcus Knight, who is close to that big player size that we talked about with Chestnut. I really like his game. Six foot one, 194. 1,030 rushing yards, 23 touchdowns, and a 4.5 yards per carry. I don't know why. I, I always say this when we do these lists, Sean. I am always a sucker for tall running backs, and it's it's kind of counterintuitive. People say that you don't right. want a tall running back because, well, there's, there's more to grab onto. Guys have long legs, long arms. It's easier to wrap those guys up and bring them down because there's just a lot more space to grab those players and they're running in spots where there's a lot of hands on them. But when I see Knight, I see a player that accelerates well. He doesn't really waste any steps getting upfield. I, I think that his lean frame and the way that he's built as a running back, I think is just, it, it's, it's, he's built for what Montana needs, which is a bigger, longer running back. And I think he's probably going to add a little bit more weight with all this time. I wouldn't be surprised if he was maybe 205 to 10, uh, you know, come the start of the season. He's got that same, he's got the same nose for the end zone as, as Ramsey did. Uh, this guy, 23 touchdowns says it all really. He just has great vision and he can just get into the end zone and running backs. A lot of running backs can just pick up yards, uh, getting in, getting into the end zone. That's a, a a big deal for me and somebody that can do it consistent consistently and be that guy when you need him to be that guy is invaluable. It's just how just touchdowns mean a lot more to me than rushing yards. Mm -hmm. So with this, with, with Knight, it just, his value is through the roof for me. Last guy that we have here before we provide a transfer player who is our honorable mention, Elijah Dotson, someone who we spoke very highly of, the first time round of doing this list, six foot one ninety, uh, seven hundred and forty-two rushing yards, but he also had seventy receptions and seven hundred and two receiving yards. That total that's, is that's fantastic. Nuts. I know that you can do both of those things in a, in a mass over seven hundred yards on both sides. From what I'm hearing, a lot of NFL teams, the reason why they value him is because he is. Uh, a guy that has value as a receiver. You're not necessarily going to build your offense around a guy like Elijah Dotson, but you're going to pick up a guy like this as a UDFA and be able to plug him in on third downs if you need him to to contribute. Maybe he's your practice squad guy. If somebody gets hurt, you put him out there. He's going to pick up yards out of the backfield. He's going to create some some yardage for him because he's a good player in space. He could be your Kevin Falk, possibly. Sure. 
Uh, I, I love his frame. Uh, he looks like he's 220 pounds. He is a, a first off the bus guy for Sacramento State. That's a guy that you want what? to be uh, going first off the bus. You know, you. No, you I know what that is. The, I know what that is. But I just I didn't I didn't think he was that big. Okay, I, I get it. Maybe since you were never a first off the bus guy, uh, you wouldn't kind of you wouldn't get it. But Wait, for a running back, con- do you consider your, consider yourself a first off <laughs> no, the bus guy? I, I like Keith and, and, and Murph walking walk out in front of me, <laughs> or Steiny. Okay, <laughs> I, was, I was like kind of middle of the middle of the bus guy. <laughs> uh, God, yeah, that's is just really impressive that he's one ninety and just looks that. Uh, Diesel, and then on that, just the re- the receiving aspect. Who gets seventy catches in college in a college football season, regardless? And you're a running back. It's just something you do not see. It, it just, I get it, he's the focal point of their offense, uh, and he had a really good quarterback with him. But this is just an impressive, impressive stat line. And this upcoming spring, is there any way he doesn't replicate that? Are we going to see? I, I I cannot imagine seeing Elijah Dotson without with less than I don't know fifty catches. I don't know. I mean, I could, I could definitely see him doing that. I may, maybe because he doesn't have his guy Kevin Thompson, it goes down a little bit. But heck, he, yeah. he is in a prime position to do that. And speaking of crazy stat lines, we've got the craziest stat line out of all of these. We need to bring him up because he is easily the best transfer running back heading into the FCS. Jaleel McLaughlin. McLaughlin, however you pronounce that, coming from Notre Dame College, not the University of Notre Dame, Notre Dame College, which is a Division II or Division III program. He is heading to Youngstown State, and they're adding a five foot nine, one hundred and eighty pound back. Who, and these numbers are correct, folks. These are real. These are real numbers. These are not uh, fabricated in any way. Two thousand three hundred in rush. Uh, Two thousand three hundred rushing yards, and then thirty touchdowns in one season. Last season. At the Division II level. That is insane. I, I don't know if he's going to rap, replicate that production, but, hell, that those are some good numbers. And he is in a position to take over that that job in, at Youngstown and possibly be one of the top rushers this upcoming year. Uh, you could cut that in half, and he would still make this, make this list in the FCI. If he does half of what he did at Notre Dame College, then this cup, uh, in, uh, in the spring, he'll be on this list next year. That is insane that is nuts uh and now youngstown state maybe they'll make it real interesting and exciting for us this spring all right folks that is going to be it from us thank you for tuning in follow sean at sanderson radio follow me at joe de Leon. um additionally follow at believe podcast at b-l-e-a-v podcast on twitter and instagram also head to believe.com to find our show as well as hundreds of other amazing shows and content Stay tuned for next week as we are going to do wide receivers as our next position. Yep.